0: Yes, yeah. That's chakra talk. Fuck chakras. Fuck it. Over that. Over it. We're over that convo. The next one. Burritos. On to the next one. Hey, you were saying in the car, like you'd be my uh, my backup MC. You'd say something like Lambo. The Lambo. What is that? Just the hot man in the background. Um, Lambo. Tell that
1: girl. Like Lamborghini. You know. <laughs> Lamborghini. Hell yeah. Yeah. You can rap, and I will just be the Nate Dog
0: in the background. Like, what a do. Nate Dog's dead. That is a recently acquired record. Hmm. Yeah, uh, fucking Mexicans, dude. They got their percussion down. They got their whistles down. They got colors of fruit down yellow, orange, red. Mexican, Latinos. I feel like you're getting you're towing the line of some racist territory here. Dude, this is FCC free, so we can say whatever the <laughs> fuck we negotiator. I don't know what that is, but okay. Negotiator is a black person that negotiates. Um, oh, damn. But let's talk about Latinos, man. We're n- both not Latinos. I'm, so Latino, I'm, so I'm a Filipino. Said. And according to Anthony Bourdain, Filipino sisig is the best pork in the world. Hell yeah. And uh, let's talk Latinos, man. Tomorrow, current events. You were talking about that. Uh, tomorrow is carnival I don't know a what do thing you kn- about Carnival. What do you know about Latino? What is your impression as a white person? What do you feel about I, I, how do you feel about Mexicans and Latinos?
1: I grew up in San Diego. My grandmother is Spanish and grew up in Tijuana. So I have a very fond opinion of them. Oh tell me tell me a little bit about a little more. What do you want to say? They're just people.
0: They're, well, I know that I don't. I'm not. I'm not throwing a throwing a bait for racist have, commentary.
1: But I will say this: growing up in San Diego, getting a machaca the burrito in the morning, I have
0: never had a better breakfast food. Machaca burritos. It's like this pulled steak, yeah, egg, cheese, hash brown tea. I actually spent time in San Diego uh, two weeks ago. I was there for two days. Maybe we can talk about San Diego. Yeah, um, love San Diego. I stayed at an Embassy Suites and. Everyone loves Embassy Suites, so Very here's, a sto- here's a little little right story. There. I I filmed a video of me running in Embassy Suites. Every kid has done that. How, did you run? Because Embassy Suites is like a huge square with levels, <laughs> and the and the lanes for like the balconies are like. 100 meters long. I ran down them. That's intense. You run you've ran down, ran in Embassy Suites before, right? Uh I have a similar story. I don't think I've ever run through the hallways of Embassy Suites, but I've done something very similar. Dude, kids do that shit. So kids, well, okay. if you're listening, I'll take you to Kumon. Um and You're going to take a bunch of kids to a hotel in San Diego
1: to do Kumon, yeah. What's, oh, come on. What's that learning service? Yeah. But
0: here, I got I got a story. For, yeah. So, I, I have a story after you, so I'll, okay. I'll remember it. Yeah. This
1: is, this is about running. The, this is running.
0: <laughs>
1: the, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Go I ahead. Got go Cardi
1: ahead. B up in here. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is back in college, freshman year. Our dorm, yeah. Thurston Hall, this is in Washington, D.C. at the George Washington University, was one big square. And all the engineers, we were put up the very top floor and just kind of left to our own devices. No one wanted to hang out with the engineers. All the other poly sci students on all the eight floors below us, they wanted to go out to the frats. All the engineers stayed on the top floor and we just invented weird ass games. So, this one, nice. this one was amazing. Everyone gets in a sleeping bag and you have to wrap it all the way above the shoulders so only your face is showing and you have to hop around the entire wall. And it's a race, so about nine, maybe probably less than nine. But we'd have these people hopping around the entire hallway. Whatever place you got, that's how many shots you had to take. And the kicker, yeah. Was people would open their dorm room doors and throw shit at us as we were running. So oh, every now God. and then you'd just be like hopping, hopping,
0: hopping, and then a shoot in the face. Yeah. It was a good game. You definitely tell stories like a white person. That's how white people tell stories. <laughs> What do you mean by that? Excited to tell a no, story? No, no. Just like uh, the the setup was, uh, I'm going to set you up with perennial. Uh, that was dude sick. I set you up you, with you, all the necessary background information. Yeah, that was great. I have a story about, I was in San Diego. Lay it down. And I was at Embassy Suites. This is my story. So, growing up in Embassy Suites, uh, some kid would throw a birthday party. For example, Evan mm-hmm. Aguilar. Well, just theoretically. I remember You know him. Evan. I remember him. Evan is brute as fuck. Yeah. Um, So Evan throws a party and we order a porno in the embassy suites room 12 year old boys probably like 10 or 12 of us. We're all popping boners underneath uh, Blankets and we're watching this porn. Okay. Okay, so weird fucks. So okay. okay, Yeah So we were all like all right guys, we're all done uh, watching porn in the embassy suites room It was kind of cool and made me horny Let's all go to the pool and the parents are at the pool the parents are at the pool the parents are at the party the parents have like mai tais gin and tonics uh mask on meals mm. at the pool and we're all dressed up and my tongan friend coc you know coc i don't remember him okay he's our tongan classmate um i think you transferred after that but my dad Actually, we were at the pool, and he pantsed my Tongan friend. So when a, when a kid is at, embassy, at the Embassy Suites pool, you're wearing swimming shorts. Nothing underneath him. Nothing underneath, just your penis. And my dad him. pantsed him, him, and it was so funny. You <laughs> see his little brown dick, and everyone laughs. But that's the story. This is the caveat. This is the caveat. Okay. When men and boys get pantsed, we have a, uh, a muscle memory to cover our penis right away. Mm-hmm. Very true. Why don't women have that uh, muscle impulse to cover their vagina if they get pantsed? If, you were, if, there were two twel- if there was a 12-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl standing next to each other at a pool and they both got pantsed, only the boy would cover his penis. Why would you think that? Why? Why would you pants a? Why would you pants a girl wearing swimming shorts? A girl is not going to cover her her private parts if she Wh- gets pants. Why Why wouldn't she? That's that's the mystery of the story and allegory. Mm-hmm. Boys that get pantsed ma- at pools, I think cover ma- their
1: penis. I think you're just randomly making assumptions here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But girls never get pantsed on at pools.
1: Okay. <laughs> <then> we, yeah.
0: <laughs> Great story. Wow.
1: It was a good story. Ended with yeah. a weird question.
0: Well, girls usually wear like bikinis or one pieces. I think yeah. I think just the general population, they're just like, all right, Illuminati, we shouldn't pants girls at pools. Yeah. They only pants boys. That's an immature guy thing. Well, guys are doing it to each other. I don't
1: think girls are often pantsing each other. You don't hear about that too often. Yeah. It's mainly guys pranking other,
0: other guys. Yeah. Girls are like uh, tampons, damn it. Men are like, <laughs> don't pants me, fucker. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: I guess you could boil down all
0: gender. Oh, dude, another down. story. Those another tampons. story about just like men and women. Okay. Um, My cousin was at, was at his eighth grade graduation, and this girl in his class was wearing uh this slutty white dress and uh and there were strings on it there were strings on it and my cousin pulled one of the strings from her from from her slutty dress guess what he pulled her bra strap a fucking tampon oh my god dude that's fucked up yeah, You see a girl in a slutty white lace dress and you pull a string and, oh, out comes a tampon. Great. There's cotton in the atmosphere. Paul, I thought this was a music podcast.
2: Where, <laughs> where,
1: what, what territory are we going into? <laughs>
0: territory. Again, it's this is my territory. Yeah, it's mutiny. Yeah, PCR collectives.org. It's like a funny... It's a funny space. I've only been here for like three, four months, but I love it. Mm. I got a prime spot here at 10. I do like this. It's dope. Do you like it? I like the space. I like all this art on the wall. You all can't. There's something on the wall that looks like a fucking Pomeranian or something. I think it's a fur hat. It's a fur hat that looks like a Pomeranian. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. oh passers-by be quiet they can't know we're here red and yellow yeah they're wearing mcdonald's colors oh my god you see this this is a poster on the
1: wall i'm gesturing at yeah karn from magic the gathering just so you know
0: is that is that what it is yep anyone listening to this yeah shout out shout out to your white friends yeah nerds karn is here in poster karn is a magic the gathering character yep Wow. We could we could get in more into it, but I know I'm more Pokemon. But he looks like Onyx with with like gear. Human Onyx. Human Onyx. Sure. Or magic Onyx.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a silver golem made by uh, Urza.
0: So Urza. that doesn't make
1: any sense to you, and it doesn't really matter in the game, but still,
0: that's what he is. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, my fucking podcast. This podcast. Yeah, uh, I didn't really, I was never into podcasts or anything like that, but I stumbled across it. My sisters, a couple years back, they were like, oh, have you ever heard this podcast named Serial? It fucking stimulates my uh, mind. Your neurons. Serial. Serial. You know Serial? No, I don't. It's about court cases or some shit. Mm. I don't know shit about it, but it's about court cases, and I don't know what's so interesting about it
1: well that this is, see the podcast i'm into right now welcome to the nightville it's excellent it's a show about Ooh. a tiny u.s town in the middle of the desert and all that happens is just the, it's the radio broadcaster giving nightville their weekly announcements Ooh. and it is the creepiest shit but it is excellent
0: storytelling <laughs> just like they're like he's like All right, guys, go to the gas station. We have soda pop. We have soda pop. Uh, People wear your cowboy boots, your cowgirl shoes, and we got some uh, milk to deliver to your uh, front step. It's exactly like that, except you have to throw in a few things. Like, go down to your
1: local gas station to pick up your newly government-issued milk certificate and go take it to the angel at the front door and where you will be given your uh, disease-free mask. And that's just like a Dude, regular fuck. announcement. It's very well, That's that's a bad example. But it's very,
0: it's very, uh, well very uh, very uh, very uh, PvP like questy on that end.
1: Well, all you hear is about there's a parade in town today. It consists of one astronaut, and underneath his helmet is nothing. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole podcast. Just, oh, just announcement after announcement of shit that does not make so sense. So there's like. Two mics and two people, and they just broadcast it is, to it the is, city. It is one guy saying, "Everyone, be on the lookout for the sheriff's secret police. If any children get abducted, know that they have been they have been recruited for a good cause." Whoa, fuck the sheriff's secret police! Watch <clears throat> out.
0: Yeah, I bet police in like Uh, uh people in uh, like uh, what is it called? Empty cities. Mm. Back, I think the. Police were really into their badge, like more like nowadays. Police are more into their like gun and their like utility belts, like baton and gun, and their car, of course. But I feel like the badge was like a big police thing back in well a couple like, of days ago. They're like, I have a silver
1: badge. Well, yeah, because now we actually have all that technology. Now back then, yeah, you to show up on the scene. This is my badge. I am an officer of the law.
0: Yeah, they'll the if you get pulled over by highway patrol they're not showing their badge at you they're saying hey fucker put down your fucking window you were going too fucking fast not flow of traffic why the fuck are you doing that that's highway patrol they like back in the day back in the day in like the 1940s the cops would show you the badge in your eye they'd they'd like take the badge off their chest and put it two inches away from your face where are you getting this information i've seen it on youtube but cops nowadays, they're like, I have a gun, a Ford vehicle, a nightstick. Let's go intimidate the rest of the world. It's cops. That's cops? Yep. I've met some
1: cops. They're, they're, they've been typically nice people, but again, we grew up in the Bay Area.
0: It's about as progressive yeah. as you can get, except for maybe certain areas, but... Yeah. We've, we've gotten off pretty much. Dude, uh, speaking of like legal and like cops and shit, um, there was this thing in Oakland. I saw it on the news. Bless you. It's coming. Look in the light. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking to uh, speaking to people of the black community and black people, there was a story on Channel 7 News. And uh, this black guy was on Facebook Live but the premise to this is that he was in a gang and was on Facebook Live. So, what are your thoughts about a gang member having their Facebook Live on on their phone? What was he doing on it? This is what happened. He was shot by the opposing gang while on Facebook Live. So, shot. you see some black guy, some Nick, some nig, with Facebook Living in his neighborhood, and he gets shot. You hear bullet shots. And you just see the phone drop. Damn. So people Facebook live me there, make sure not to be in a gang. Well,
1: well, maybe it was good because they might catch the guy now.
0: Maybe they have some more information. Did he it, like? Did it. he check in into like, I'm on 161st Street in Oakland. And was the opposing gang member like, all right, guys, 161, he's on Facebook Live. Oh, let's shoot him with a pistol. They, you think they use his Facebook Live to track him down and shoot him. No, I think he was just on Facebook Live and got shot. And then the rest of the Facebook Live was, shout out to Zuckerberg, um, the rest of the Facebook Live was just the phone on the floor. And all you would hear is his black family like crying like, Jerome got shot. No, Jerome got shot. Yeah, yeah this is-
2: Jerome is dead. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is pretty heavy shit, dude. That's fucked up. Well, that's fucked up. You're listening to the Hear Me on podcast. Tune in at pcrcollective.org. I want to bring it to a lighter note. Yeah, let's do Let's talk about cotton balls, yeah? Cotton balls. No, no. You, new topic. To Wally. Pass po- it.
1: Okay. So with, every, with all the politics and shit going on, do you think we'll ever encounter one of those apocalypse scenarios? Like where the world is just over. Where we have no more natural resources
0: and all of, like the cities collapse if an atomic bomb came off or something or yeah uh, so people are just fighting over the last of the fresh water okay so it's every day is black friday pretty much <laughs> yeah
1: good comparison that's about as just
0: free uninhibited rage as people get around here what do you so you're saying if if the world were to come to an end is there like a time is there an alarm clock on this like Well, people have been talking about like the Green New Deal to get into politics. They've been saying, unless we
1: make some really intense changes, the world might heat up by four to eight degrees on average. But like taking that average over the entire world, that literally means we're almost on fire.
0: All the natural. I'm a bit more optimistic about the world. When I think about, oh, the world, how is the world doing? Plastic, though. I'm usually like, oh, the uh, little. uh what are those things called uh the little what are those uh things in alaska like with the big icebergs penguins no no icebergs sometimes i'm just like polar bears i'm like the icebergs are melting and the polar bears don't have anywhere to walk yeah that's what i think about the world i'm like come on alaska get your shit together your your uh, icebergs are melting you're rising it's not just alaska man it's all of us (laughs) We're all fucked. The world is no. On California's fire. like, oh, I get my fresh bottled water from the Crystal Spring. California is on fire. Are you kidding me? We have so many fires. Yeah, fire, fire, fire. fire. So many, so many songs. Like, we'll talk about music. Fire songs that say fire on it. Fire. Etta James, fire. That's a great song. Etta James, she's black. Yeah,
1: Etta James. Elvis Presley, burnin' love. Well, he doesn't say fire. Bruce Springsteen,
0: hey Says little girl, it's your fire. daddy
1: home. Did it go away and leave you all alone? Boom, boom.
0: I got a bad Or the fire. the great balls of fire.
1: Great balls of fire. Who That's is Johnny that? Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Johnny Cash.
0: Guys, so feel good. this. Yeah.
1: Those are some good oldies, man.
0: Yeah. Johnny Cash. Margaritaville. That is In not Johnny Cash. Margaritaville. <laughs> that is Jimmy Buffett. I Jimmy think. Buffett, yeah.
1: Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the records you picked up today?
0: Oh yeah, so I have some recently acquired records thanks to Chris Veltry of The Lower Hate. Um, I have a group merchant tote. Sorry to the guys in The Lower Hate. I uh, I approached all the community leaders in The Lower Hate and friended them. So sorry about that if I fucked up your neighborhood vibe. Um, but yeah, pass me that. Do you want to listen to? Pass me the George Benson record.
1: Well, which one see which
0: one it is. So that's Flume's first album there. Uh, Good Take out the board stuff. George Benson there George Benson is, Found it Is there's a song called Yeah just take uh, Separate the sleeve But this uh, song is called uh, George Benson Are there two in there? Or just one? Cause I, I'm looking for a track called Gimme the Night
1: There's a second one in here Yeah
0: yeah pass me that one Uh gimme the night yeah so just talk on the mic real quick while I keep this record
1: alright so I actually don't know too much about vinyls but that is why I'm here I'm excited to learn about this stuff I don't know how many listeners I don't even know how many listeners we have but I don't know how many of you is our uh, audiophiles and I'm assuming a good portion of you because this is San Francisco pretty sure we're all just hipsters <laughs> anyway we are spinning up a it's hard to say oh we are spinning up a. Oh,
0: oh it's CD one. It's CD
1: one. We are spinning up a George Benson record. What was the track you were looking for, Apollo? Was it called This Is the Night?
0: Yeah, Uh Yeah.
1: That was a quick sample of that song, and that is it. Yeah. That is all we get to hear of that entire album. Good, good. There you go. <laughs>
0: If you're listening to the Hear Me Out podcast, tune in at pcrcollective.org. Thanks, Wally, for being here. We're going to play some records out, and we'll chat a little bit more. Uh, Radio Ting for y'all.
2: you got the love, you got the power, but you just don't understand. How much I love you, still believe
1: Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. 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 We're gonna hit it, split it, liggity-ligget. We're gonna hit that hard and it split it. I can't rap, but I can try to flow. And here comes a song,
0: so I'm no mo'. That last record, George Benson, Give you The Night. <laughs> Ugh. Blech. That last record, George Benson, Gimme the Night. Playing now, Saturday Night by the Commodores. we're back
1: and we're back
0: man yeah totally shout out to Pam Benjamin the director here at Mutiny she just stopped by tune into her podcast I think it's uh Wednesdays at 10 a.m the AltaCast I love Pam I love her voice she was so upbeat. Oh my yeah, God. she's
1: straight up dope. She brought us donuts, so now I'm always yeah. gonna have an excellent opinion of her. If anyone wondering, they were those really good, kind of old fashioned glazed ones. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm,
0: speaking mm, of mm. jizz, speaking of yeah, <laughs> there's like dried jizz on these old fashioned donuts. Yeah, Pam's great. She wears like I love how like her style. She just dresses androgynous, fucking jean jacket with patches on it. She dresses like a mission, like mission hip person. So
1: hell she's uh, hip
0: dope, dude. Yeah, I was starting out. I was a bit pessimistic about it, about the podcast. What was that because it was at 8 a.m. Dude, how fucking gay <laughs> yeah, is that? A, that's a bit rough. Oh, my God. I'm like 8 a.m. I'm like is the best hour of sleep. Your best hour of sleep is your last hour of sleep because you feel like the morning. You feel the morning. Your eyes are closed and you do feel the morning. uh, Sun coming in? You feel the sun, the dew, you hear the birds. I love the birds in the morning.
1: Yeah, I never sleep as well as I do as when I'm like snoozing my alarm. When the alarm goes off, I hit it and I just dive back into the pillows and like the blankets. Yeah. That is when I'm
0: out like a light and it is amazing every single time. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. You're listening to the Hear Meow Podcast with Wally Sandmeyer and Paolo Picardo. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. That is a great opening. Line. That was my uh, MySpace quote when I was like 13. I thought I was the coolest. I, in 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 middle school, my my MySpace quote was cooler than the other side of your pillow, and my song was "Don't Sweat the Technique" by Eric B and Rakim. That's a good song. That's a. Good what was your MySpace song. quote top? Do you guys want to talk <laughs> about our MySpace top eight, guys? I made. Oh, parking in San Francisco sucks. Let's talk about MySpace top eight.
1: Well, see, I got into MySpace really late, so the day I made a MySpace... Tom's,
0: Tom wore a white tee, so yup, in my white tee, yeah. Okay, you asked about MySpace.
1: I started MySpace so late that I made Facebook on the same day, had both of them, and then just used neither. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook obviously became the big one, but yeah, like MySpace died out fast.
0: Right MySpace now. was so stylistic. Facebook is not as yeah. stylistic as
1: You can't put MySpace songs on your page. What the
0: hell? Myspace was like We were all bloggers I felt like we were all Like running a blog Like my, yeah. Myspace I, I felt a, like my top eight And all my friends Were like uh, You have a fight With one of your friends And drop yeah. you're like Oh well you Now he's my number two Yeah <laughs> And then you could put music A lot of my My best friend is uh, Named Ramon Litafia. He's Nicaraguan And a lot of his early music was actually shared on a MySpace music page. And it was That's cool. under the so un- moniker right. uh, Darkwater with John and Ramon. But yeah, MySpace is, oh my God, I felt, it was like hypnosis and it was great. It was so perfect. Mm. Hypnosis,
1: my, maybe the MySpace. It was yeah. maybe Tom from MySpace as part of
0: the Illuminati. Now nah, he is nigga, nigga Tom's in the Illuminati Tom with Seth Rogen. Yeah
1: it's, So okay so
0: He's not, in the Illuminati So is the guy from Napster From yeah. Okay so Napster
1: guy I forget his name Yeah Tom from MySpace Seth Rogen And Johnny Depp You yeah, know This does seem like They could conquer the world you are missing like The Koch brothers And Vladimir Putin But I feel like yep. They've got some Similar kind of Political sway Sway
0: Yeah Lambo <laughs> Lambo Mercia Lago Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Pliny the Pliny yeah. the Ballsack. <laughs> Pliny the Baller. Pliny the ball sack. Yeah, I love Pliny. Pliny the Elder.
1: I have no idea why... Hitachino. People freak out over that Pliny the Elder beer, and I don't get why. Yeah, it's like... I get eyes. that it's good beer, but... Yeah. It can't be that
0: good. It's just... I don't want to talk about beer because beer is a big topic in in the world. So you don't want to talk about it? No, I don't like beer that much. What is your drink of choice, Paulo? Totally. I like to drink to get drunk, so... Vodka. Vodka with a chaser. (laughs) Usually, like, my drink of choice right now is, like, a flask of Smirnoff and some squirt soda. Simple. It's not a bad combination. If I'm getting drunk, not dark, I'm going with vodka. Oh nicer the vodka is the better. I love me some dark rum. Rum and tequila are my
1: favorites, yeah. but I do like whiskey. That's the one you can just like sip on Duh, and have a glass dude. of whiskey. Yes. But some really good dark spiced rum. Ginger beer and some lime juice. That's Sailor a dark, Jerry. That's a dark and stormy. That is oh I love excellent. dark and stormy. Those are so tasty. And you can use alcoholic ginger beer, so you make a you make a drink out of one five one. Throw rum. some
0: ice in there. Well yeah. One five one rum. Yeah. Ginger beer ice and lime and ice. you got yourself ice a really great super strong drink dude funny story i was getting smitten ice cream in hayes valley and you got drunk no no no. we'll talk more about alcohol but i was getting smitten ice cream in hayes valley yeah and uh i asked the girl at the counter i asked hey what's your name guess what she says she said my name's isis isis and i just crapped up laughing uh, i couldn't I couldn't hold a straight face. She said, yeah, my name's Isis. And I just laughed in her face. Oh, man. But anyways, alcohol, yes. I mean, that, that mean, is, that is an
1: unexpected
0: name. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Your name is an organization of a terrorist group that shoots people usually in Paris nightclubs. <laughs> I don't have a joke for that. <laughs> it's yeah. just, they, are, they should be... We gotta... Get- Isis is... I is, 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 I'm not saying Isis is cool, but... They have some cool black outfits, like they wear the black turban, they have like black harem pants. Terrible ideology, but good style. ISIS, yeah. ISIS has a, they have a carrier sleeve, black shirts. They're straight fitted.
1: You want to know one of my favorite ISIS facts? Yeah. So this was a while ago, I don't know if anyone remembers it, but in the news... The f- one of the some of this really far Right or maybe Republican maybe it was Fox News they started freaking out because At one of these protests one of these gay rights out- uh, Rallies there was A flag and they, that's the ISIS flag Oh my god and they ran it everywhere And like oh, oh, the liberals and the Progressives they're uh they're Pushing the ice the agenda of ISIS And this is horrible yeah. and they showed the flag And it was just a black flag covered In white like white silhouettes of dildos
0: Holy shit <laughs> They got yeah, Isis the chills in the desert. I wish Isis would just uh kill everyone at Burning Man. That would be fucking great. What? Please. No, burning Man's cool. That's on I'm going to I'm going to email Isis be like, "Uh okay, Gmail. Why Burning I'm gonna Man?" I'm going to email Isis and be like, "Yo Isis, shoot up Burning Man. I've never been to Burning Man, but what do you have against it?" I don't know, it's just uh, such a I don't know. I don't want to talk about Burning Man. I just hope Isis shoots it up. Why though? I, I want to talk about it why would you send goggles i don't know it's just like a such a destination that burning man is such a destination that's so unattainable because people sit at their computers all around the world and like the second it strikes people say buy now buy now buy two tickets yeah but that's not like what they do it for yeah black rock city nevada yeah it seems fun i would try it yeah well, there hasn't been one event that my narrative of it lingers. Like one person goes to Burning Man, and for the next year, oh yeah, it's like people, a tattoo. It's like people go to that people show you know? off Burning Man like a yo. I got a new tattoo on my arm. Sorry, too loud. I got a new tattoo on my arm. I'm going to tell everyone about this tattoo. That's what Burning Man is. People just like. People are like, all oh, right,
1: discovered my soul and my mind I, and Burning Man. I do know people like that, where they go to Burning
0: Man and it changes their life. Yeah, immediately they're like, oh, "My life has changed." See,
1: that's why I want to go, cause I do kind I do think they're exaggerating. I'd
0: it. love to go to it. It's actually founded here in uh in San Francisco, Burning Man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I would
1: love to go and see what everyone's talking about, but I don't ex- I don't think it's going to be like, this has changed my life. I am a new person. This is the only place I could feel like
0: me, because that would be really sad. I've never been, so I can't really talk
1: shit about it. Yeah, but people go and say, this is the only place where I can truly be me, and I'm like, that's really sad. I want to be yeah. me everywhere. Yep. If you could only do it once a year, that would
0: suck. I like more boutique festivals. Boutique? Boutique, yeah. What uh, do you mean? You know, that? I've only been to like one festival, Rain right Dance, so... I don't really. I, I thought I. Sorry, sorry. I'm yelling. Adam kind of. Adam Zufi kind of put me onto festival culture and. What's fun? They're good people. The music they play at those festivals, like Austin and Adam, really got me into like, uh, not f- festival culture, but festival music, like bass music.
1: You know, Cali Roots is actually going on this weekend. It's in Monterey. Who? Cali Roots.
0: Is it's it m- the Monterey Jazz Festival?
1: No, Cali Roots is California Roots. It's like a. Uh, Reggae festival I went to it a few years ago And that was really Dude we funny. should go
0: We should I, um, I, I, had,
1: I had my experience I'm good We can't. I camped out with two of my friends We stayed for three days We would just ride our bikes From our camp Into yeah. Cali Roots And then back We just We had a pound No an ounce of weed We would just roll joints Everywhere we go And by the end of it I was just In such a relaxed pace I just had a The last day of the festival I sat alone In the back of the grass Listened to good music Had a can of chili And read a book it was amazing
0: Yeah I love Yeah I was with Adam and Austin At Rain Dance And we had chili We had chili We had margaritas And mm. We had Hella Coke And like Acid I love acid Oh you do Dude we should uh, What are you doing after this By the way Nothing <laughs> Do you want to come over Hang out
1: I can't do acid tonight
0: We can drink Do you want to drink some rum At my house Uh, Maybe Maybe Cool maybe. after this Yeah Viewers, you are welcome. You are, I'm going to I'm still hell away. I took a long nap after we had lunch in Oakland. OAK, you're going to touch it. Fuck uh, with both. Viewers, you were invited to Apollo's for an after party. He'll go after this okay. Tune in at PCRCollective.org, cooler than the other side of your pillow. Please come to my house on 25th in Noriega oh, at give out 1230. Don't give out your nah, actual. No, nah, I was going to say it, but. <laughs>
1: Don't give up. I was joking. Yeah. You could try to get people there, but then you might get yeah. overrun. Yeah. Because we all know the entirety of San Francisco listens to this podcast just waiting for that address drop to show up and wreck your place.
0: Drop the Addy, Paolo. Drop the Addy. Watch out for the lads. Oh, the lads are going to come.
1: I wonder I wonder if that was ever passed down like the group of just like the annoying white boys that would show up to parties and destroy houses like if that went from high school generation to the next high school generation yeah. and now there's something like the laddies or they have a slightly changed name but still do the same
0: shitty things. Yeah, I was in the circle of kids in high school. I know we talk about high school a lot. I'm like in college and I shouldn't be talking about it. But I was in the group of white kids that would wear reefs to house parties and reefs are slippers that have a beer opener on the bottom of them. Oh, I remember how those. fucking broy is that shit? Reefs reef slippers. They're big in San Diego. So I had a beer Corona and some white guy approaches me from like, uh, he's from like San Carlos. He takes off his slipper and puts it near my beer. I'm like, Hey man, Hey, back up. And he opens my beer and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. But douchey at the same time?
1: Well, it is convenient and it's kind of neat. It is neat, but it's like the douchey neat. Yeah. I've seen people who have a
0: belt buckle, buckle opener, which is cool. I used to have a Swisher sweet or uh, thing opener on my kitchen because I used to smoke a lot of blunts. Cool. Actually, my friend smoked a lot of blunts. Yeah. Ramon, especially. Do you smoke weed still at all? Uh, Not still at all. Do you smoke weed?
1: Occasionally. Nice. I, it started making me paranoid and really anxious all the time. So, yeah, fortunately I can't because it yeah. was just not worth it. But mm-hmm. I still enjoy it. You Might just have to be in the right mindset. You can't do it every day as an adult and be like functioning.
0: Yeah. I hate the stoners that like drive Camrys and their car smells like uh, dryer sheets and marijuana. I'm like, <laughs> it's
1: a bad smell.
0: It doesn't they, cover anything. People, just, people like ghetto stoners. They use dryer sheets to drain out the smell. I'm like, it doesn't. Work. Hey, maybe you should quit marijuana and stop using dryer sheets too. Well, what does work is breathing through the dryer sheet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a trick. That's a trick now. Yeah.
1: Because that actually catches the smell. But just mm. having the dryer sheet laying there doesn't do shit.
0: I'm going to go cop an eighth soon at the apothecarium. just hang out. Cool. Just cop an eighth and just smoke it. I
1: usually just keep a little bit of weed back in my place, but I barely, I think it's all old now. I just like, I end up having it smoke a little bit like, Oh my God. And then I freak out about the color blue or something. So then I yeah. stop and I just leave it there. Yeah. But I do really like CBD. I can barely notice it, but I do notice that like. I will take one of those CBD edibles and start feeling just in a good mood for no reason.
0: It's quite artistic. Oh, so I'm screaming in the mic. It's quite artistic. Some strains of weed, like the Nugs, they have like, it's kind of like purple. There's like crystals on it sometimes. Purple. There's little hairs. Dank. It's kind of like a cool plant. That real sticky,
1: icky, icky, icky. Yeah. Lambo. Lambo. Yeah, dude. People have been loving weed for fucking, I don't even know how long. Oh, here's a cool drug fact. Did you know... Well, this is according to the internet. Enlighten me, yeah. Did you know... Where do you think is the best place to grow shrooms in this world? Um, I'd say Marin Headlands. I don't know. Maybe, but apparently the best place in the world to grow magic mushrooms is Mount Sinai, the place where Moses got those Ten Commandments. Oh, Moses, yeah. So apparently... That was just like a really common thing. Apparently, psychedelics have just been a huge part of
0: almost all major religions. How would our Ten Commandments... Like, did someone send him a text message and then carve it on the on the stones? Well, what we know, we for, can get biblical on this funny podcast. <laughs> a little biblical story. Shall we get biblical? Let's get biblical. Yeah. Let's get. Let's biblical. get B.B. Jones Bethlehem biblical. If we get Old Testament on this
1: on this bitch right now, that would be savage. Messiah. <laughs> you know, the Old Testament is like really fucked up. It's just about people dying for like stuff. Yeah. It was he was not a nice god. Anyway. Mount Sinai, people think Moses just went up up the mountain, took a bunch of magic mushrooms. These are the ten laws for humanity and came back down.
0: Yeah. I'd love to go to Jerusalem. Is Mount Sinai in Jerusalem? I assume so. Nice. Well, Jerusalem is the city. Jewish people run the world. With the Illuminati, right? right. Run the world. Yeah. Beyonce uh, run the world. Jewish people. The Jews and the chinks just run this shit. They run the world. I like to think it's a group effort. Like New York Jews everywhere. Sorry, I'm scratching my nuts. New York Jews, Chinese people, they're rich. They're awesome. Yes. That was weird.
1: You're very into race tonight,
0: aren't you? Racist polo. Do you want to talk about race? Cooler than the other side of your pillow. Tune in at pcrcollective.org. Yeah, racist. I don't like racist. I like precisely racist for sure. Wait. But racist is like I hate it when when people say watermelon and fried chicken. I hate blacks. Yeah, that's fucked up. Or like Philip, or like Chinese chow mein. Yummy chow mein. <laughs> I was
1: listening. I was listening to a yummy <laughs> really, chow mein. I was recently listening to a really funny stand up. It was Hannibal
0: Burris. He's Dude, a, he's he's the shit. I love him. He is. Strong. He's in the Illuminati. Cannibal Burris. Okay. Nigga Burris is in the Illuminati. He had one of the funniest jokes recently. He said yeah. his favorite. or
1: oh, maybe it wasn't Hannibal Burris. I forget who it was, but I, I found him. Whoever this was, I was on like this Hannibal Burris Spotify kind of radio playlist. Yeah. And they were talking about their favorite stereotype, and their favorite was how excited black guys get when they see a magic trick.
0: Oh yeah yeah I mean, just yeah, go, yeah yeah. Oh
1: and then run 30 yeah, yeah, feet away yeah, yeah. freaking out. Like, did yeah. you just, how did he do that? Oh my God. Yeah. And it was just so funny because that was, that was a stereotype I had never realized before. And then I went on YouTube yeah. and they were just like the most wholesome, just wholehearted, just like what?
0: Yeah. It
1: was racist, it was a, it was a racist stereotype. And I guess is, could be offensive, but. I can't do stand standup. It's, it made me it's too
0: nerve wracking. I've tried it. I've tried stand-up like six times, and it it was funny, but it's just so intimidating. It's a skill. Yeah. I'd rather just podcast on this shit. My mic's dirty. My mic's dirty.
1: Do you have any joke? Did you have a strong uh, solid five?
0: Solid five of what? Five Shumai. <laughs> There's never five Shumai. Well, there's like, only four shumai in that shit why do Chinese people love dumplings in four like why, did, why didn't they pick is four like symbolism symbolistic. A, a every meaning. time you get a dumpling in a bamboo thing sorry I'll turn it down uh, you get a dumpling in a bamboo shit there's always four maybe it's just a good even number Chinese people are like each <laughs> ni san chi that's Japanese you want to hear a joke that sounds racist but isn't tell me tell me uh,
1: what do you call four drowning Mexicans
0: uh, let's see, uh, agua, cuatro, cuatro, cinco. Oh, shit. Oh, I was close. <laughs> you goes, yeah. Dude, fuck. Hella good joke. It's, it's Cuatro, kind of, cinco. It's literally
1: a Spanish pun. Chad, otro, cinco. Dude. I got another
0: one. Mexican? Is it Mexican joke? No, yeah. but. I mean, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is actually, okay, I'm going to switch up the vibe now. It's an anti-joke. Yeah, yeah. What's brown and sticky? A black-ass poo. (laughs) That's an alternate answer, but a stick.
0: A stick. Tell me. It's sticky. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. A brown and stick, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that one. Here's another good one. What do you say to a woman that has two black eyes? Niggy dubs. Nothing. You already told her twice.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit. Wait, wait. That's kind of hard. I can't connect that joke. I'll, I'll repeat it.
1: What do you say to a woman with two black eyes?
0: I already told you twice. Oh, like leave? Like, well, I don't get it.
1: If I explain the joke, it won't be as funny, but yeah. it is because you gave her two black eyes. You told her twice. Told it is, it her is a joke twice. about domestic violence.
0: Oh, okay. For sure. Rihanna. Oh, my God. All right, okay.
1: We got we got to get we got, we're getting in back into dark territory. Yeah, we need some it's more FCC, It's
0: FCC, it's tune in it. It's mutiny radio. It's fun. You can talk about whatever we, the we, fuck we ching chong ching. <laughs> ching chong ching chong ching. Yeah. Ching chong China man. Wow. Ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong. Chinese people playing ping pong. Holy shit. I'm like slow the fuck down. Simmer down, Chinese people. Have you ever seen that video of Bruce Lee playing ping pong with
1: nunchucks? It's oh incredible. no, 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 no! He literally used. Nice. I think it. I think it might be a hoax. Someone told me it was, it was yeah. a fake, but he's just using nunchucks and actually beating people in ping pong. Yeah. No paddle.
0: Backhand, forehand. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ping pong. My therapist plays ping pong. Oh yeah. But what were we talking about? We were talking about.
1: We can switch back to jokes. Here's yeah. a here's a good one. Yeah. Would you rather? You ready? You ready for some... Ooh, would you you rather. Are you ready for some some tough... Cooler than the
0: other side of your pillow.
1: Well, this is actually going to be more of a press the button scenario. Would you press this button? If you press the button, you can eat whatever you want and you will always be in perfect shape. But anytime you are eating, Nicolas Cage walks out of nowhere, sits down with you, and doesn't say anything, but he makes a variety of facial expressions while you're eating.
0: Holy shit.
1: Would you? Would you press the button? Mm. I think I would. Cause I would just eat the shittiest food. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas
0: Cage comes out and judges like you. Like National Treasure, Nicolas Cage. Uh huh. Uh uh-huh. Wow, dude, we're we're literally broadcasting a conversation on the internet. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. Isn't it's, that what a podcast is? It's the future. Future. Future shit.
1: Would you press the button though?
0: Who's the who's chef? Who's the Who's the cook? Who's cooking me the food? What? No, it's you. Could eat whatever. Danny food. Bowen. Denny is Danny Bowen cooking for my the re- food
1: for the rest of your life. Whenever you eat food, you will never. You will. You will always be in perfect shape. You can eat whatever you want. But Nicolas Cage is there while you're eating, making facial expressions at you. It Doesn't matter who's cooking the food because you can go. No, with... I
0: don't want his company. No. No. You don't. No. What is a joke?
1: It's not a joke.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. No. That. Oh, we're playing. Would you rather? Yeah. It's just. Oh. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely not. No. Yeah. I don't want to talk any. I don't even want to talk about more about that. Okay. Question. Okay. Next one. Don't ask that question.
1: Would you rather? All right. Have a have, a belly button dispenser, or would you rather have your belly button dispense ranch when you squeeze your stomach,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or have a pencil sharpener nose?
0: I want a model nose model I, nose. I love model. I have a fucking shitty nose. It kind of looks like a fucking butt cheek. I wish I had a fucking model. If I had a model nose, I think I'd be like super sexy and hot. Just the nose. Dude, I would. I'm not going to get a plastic surgery because nose surgery is a bad rap. Just like uh, getting killed on Facebook live. Uh yeah. But
1: uh a weird connection. But okay. If
0: I had like a like a Swedish pointed nose, I would fucking be so happy. But fuck it, it's just a nose. I just Swedish Swedish nose. Your nose, like- you just breathe through it and pick your boogers. That's pretty much all you need it for. But people with great noses kill it. You're gonna get a good job, and people are gonna look at you in a nice way. I feel like you need more than just a good nose. There's many things. There's eyebrows, chin, teeth, cheeks, forehead, acne. If, dude, if you have acne, just. <laughs> Hey, some, just acne, some ac- I'll acne go. sucks. Okay. Acne, I'm going, I'm going on the record. Acne is hormonal. Uh, so just keep watching those proactive commercials. But my best advice to you is if you have pimples or acne, it's hormonal. You can't change that. It's like being born with, with, uh, like one leg. Like it's hormonal. Acne is hormonal. You're. You can't control acne with proactive. You can't just use astringent. You can wash your face and it helps, but you can't get rid of all of it, that is true. Yeah, acne's hormonal, so that fucking sucks if you do have it. Mm-hmm.
1: I think we all have had have had acne at one point in our life. Teenagers. Well
0: yeah. During uh adolescence for sure. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I felt like a witch or like I felt like a fucking I had acne. God damn, acne? Dude. Hate that. I hate it when you get a, like a butt pimple. Those are uncomfortable. You yeah. can't sit on them without pain. Just one butt pimple, you just scratch it pretty much. Oh, dude. Um. Remember Gina Hazelton in her class? Oh, yeah. She's nice. I remember one day she came to class. Oh. She I... had bug bites on both of her eyelids. Oh, no. Mosquito bites. That is horrible. Dude, that sucks. I can barely see. What are the what is the likelihood of two mosquitoes biting both of your eyelids? I have no idea, but Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Was she camping <laughs> at a festival? Was she camping at Burning Man? Or? With only her eyes exposed. Yeah. She had like closed eyes. But I'm like, how long do mosquito bites last? A few days. Some mosquito bite titties? No, I'm just saying girls with small titties, like mosquito bite titties. Oh, yeah,
1: okay, go, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be really uncomfortable to get a mosquito What time bite. is it in this
0: biatch? Mutiny radio? 11.25. 25, baby. Barry Bones.
1: Barry yeah, Bones dude. went to Sarah. You went to Sarah, didn't you? I went to Sarah. Did you ever run into Barry Bones?
0: No. Nope. That was like, World Series Giants was like 2003, dude.
1: What about, oh, fuck, why well, can't, well, Tom Brady. Tom. You, Bur- ever, you ever run into Tom Brady? Because they love talking about Tom Brady and how he's
0: from San Mateo. Yeah, Sarah's, Sarah's fucking like, what the fuck's going on? I think just
1: passers by on the street.
0: Oh yeah yeah, fucking bitches on the street. Get out bitches. Mm-hmm. Wear a tampon. Uh you know Buzz Aldrin's from Sarah. He fucking landed on the moon.
1: We got everyone good here. Dude, he landed on the moon. That's you know, amazing.
0: That is that is well traveled. If there is well traveled People were like, I went to Bali and had some coffee that came from the poop of a monkey. I stayed in a in a uh, in a tropical villa where I used my GoPro to jump into the pool. Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon. Well traveled, NASA. He, he's got real wanderlust. Everyone else is just yeah. A people poser. are like, oh, I spent some time here in London, and I, Buzz Aldrin is probably like, imagine if Buzz Aldrin had a vlog or like a YouTube channel. That'd be crazy. Everyone's like, "Dude, this guy has been on the fucking moon." What do you think, Buzz Aldrin? What What would Buzz Aldrin say if he had a YouTube channel? I don't
1: know if he would have one because I saw this thing recently. Recently, with Neil Gaiman, I don't he, know. He was saying, "Do you know who Neil Gaiman is? No, the author. No, no, really good author. One of my favorites. He has written some yeah. amazing books. American Gods is my favorite by him, but The Sandman's also up there." Anyway. He said he was at some kind of conference with a bunch of famous people. Jerome. He felt like he didn't belong. He was a really accomplished author, but everyone he talked to was so powerful. They had done all these really cool things. So he ended up staying by the bar, talking to this other guy. And the other guy was just like, Yeah, I don't feel like I belong here. I haven't done too much stuff. I just went where people told me to go. And it was Buzz Aldrin. He felt like he didn't deserve it. He felt like he didn't deserve any of the attention and recognition and respect that he was being given. So. Imposter syndrome affects literally everyone If it affects Bowles Aldrin and Neil Gaiman Yeah
0: Venus envy What? I
1: guess that's another word for it But it's imposter syndrome none, none of them felt like they belonged there Everyone else was too damn impressive Yeah fucking But they did deserve to belong there that's
0: yeah. the crazy Who was the first guy on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Oh, Neil Neil Gaiman, not Neil Armstrong. Neil Gaiman is a
1: writer. Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon.
0: Yeah, dude. He was the first one to get a burning man ticket. <laughs> Neil Armstrong Neil <laughs> Armstrong.
1: That one, I don't know if that one's true. But we'll we'll go with
0: You it. know, going in the going on the moon is essentially like walking around in a pool. Yeah, weightless. It's
1: like one eighth the gravity, right? Yeah. Is it one eighth? Yeah. I would love to try that just bouncing around. I
0: don't want to talk shit about my cousin, but my cousin Andy lives, here's a story. My cousin Andy lives in New York and she's an Instagram photographer. Okay. And she works for all these fashion companies and is like living this awesome life in New York. She works for a water weight company. Or like she does she does she works in a soul cycle that's in a pool.
1: So they ride the cycle
0: bikes. They ride the cycle bikes in, in the, the pool. water. That's neat. I don't want to talk shit about my cousin, but that's Annie Mercado. She lives in New York and is very, like. It sounds like you want. She's a New Yorker that is, like.